And this house just ain't no home. Every time she goes away. Here we go. And I know, 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 I Coffee and a little bit of conversation. Hello everyone, welcome to Conversations of Coffee Podcast. Today I'm joined in the studio with Talking Bollocks, the two lads here, Calvin O'Brien and Terence Power. What's, What's up, happening, boys? Happening, Thanks very much for coming in. Um, he's only probably two weeks in the game. Yeah. Touching on three. Yeah. Making a mug on me. Um, <laughs> no, it was straight, you are very very fresh very new um but making statements um just speaking absolute facts mm-hmm. over uh, a kitchen table um talking about topics that aren't being talked about uh, on a wider scale some yeah. people are having their own conversations some people are having conversations with family and, and one-on-one with friends or, or professional help but it took a lot of guts to go and talk about it only yeah. two episodes in. Yeah. A lot of people don't do that. And there's also the element of when people see you talking about it and they see you for what you are at house parties or at, at boxing gyms or in colleges yeah. or in workplaces, they see what they see, but they don't necessarily know what's probably went on in the background. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm just so glad you've come on. I'm very grateful to have you here. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for having us on, Ross. It's nice to be able to share this platform with yeah. fellow podcasters and not just somebody that's you know been on a different journey. You can actually give your story, give your version, but yeah. then when people leave this podcast, they can then go over and continue listening to yeah. what's to come on Talking Bollocks. Yeah. Um, the name says it all. Yeah. There's nothing too serious. I'll let you describe it and maybe let us know why you started. Yeah, so, uh, do you like, you know, I dive yeah, into this. we were just really having a yap in the car, weren't we? Yeah, so, uh, myself and Terence, now, we wouldn't have been like best mates growing up. We kind of had the same uh, mutual friends, pretty much yeah. extended circle. So, like, he obviously knew who he was, I knew who he was, so we're Pat's what they were going to cross whether it be at a party or an event some, somewhere down the line. <laughs> and uh, it's just, with lockdown, we've been training a lot together. And yeah. one morning, just myself, yourself, a couple of the boys, we went for a sea swim. So around 44, and uh, I was dropping Terrence home. And one of the boys was in the car with me. And for some reason, we're just outside Terrence and Scaff. Just for, going into a mad heart to heart, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, <laughs> and we were there for two hours just talking. And sober. Boys, sober. Cold, sober. Literally only on 44. And uh, one of the boys in the back, and we were just talking, and I looked, and I was like, we're here about two hours. And he may pop his head out, and I suppose I've goosebumps listening to you, I was talking. And Terrence goes, well, I was talking about actually setting a podcast up. And Ross actually leaned forward and goes, ask him now, Terrence, ask him now. And I was like, ask me what? Yeah. And he's like, look, I'm looking to set up a podcast, would you be interested? Yeah. And like, now, the thing about me is, yeah, I, I talk for Ireland, yeah, I burn year off anybody, and that's sober. Oh, but, we know. Yeah. <laughs> like I know a load of shit about everything, you know what I mean. I'm an animal at pub quizzes. I'd be late on the chase, you know what I mean. Chase that karaoke. Yeah, I'm late that karaoke. But uh, so I, I know enough about everything to have a engaging conversation. With yeah, you, you know I think I mean? you're open minded. Yeah, like things like that. So I was like, I'd love to do a podcast, but who the fuck could listen to me? 
Whereas Terence is, Terence is everywhere you go on Instagram, no matter what, friends room or not, he's there. And he's there for a reason. Like, you're fucking, you're a mad cunt. I do just shine now, me butt on that, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be so political or, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be very book smart or anything like that, but I'd talk but, about real life stories and shit yeah. like that goes on in everyday life and struggles and shit like that. You know but I mean? the majority of people aren't that person. Like, yeah. there's a vast majority of people out there that aren't book smart, aren't political. Yeah. But you could talk to them about certain subjects and they'll hold their ground. Yeah, yeah exactly. Do you know what I mean? And I find you're like that, Terence. Calvin, yeah. I, I get a vibe off you. Like, you know what you're talking about. Terence, Terence, I get a vibe. Like, when you just touched on the vax with Carly in episode three. Yeah. You clearly, straight away said, I'm not going to talk about this. Yeah, yeah. And, and the reason you do that is because you're not going to engage in something you're not an expert or a master. Yeah, of course. Calvin will touch on it. I'll touch on it. Yeah. But that's probably because we've got that open mind. Exactly. Yeah. Terence knows... Yeah. his wits and he's yeah. that's me I'll leave and it at that I think that's why me and Calvin bounce off each other yeah. as well in this podcast I think that's why people are connecting because I am just really showing now me trying to bang out a few little one liners here and there and then play <laughs> no, I think you bring the, I think you both bring humour but I think yeah. I think people probably relate to you Terence and people yeah. probably take something away from Calvin exactly yeah. Yeah. does that make sense yeah, it's a nice bounce off each other yeah. I, think that's, that's I think that intersection where we meet in the middle is what people love you know what yeah. I mean two Terences aren't going to work two Calvins yeah, aren't exactly. going to work exactly and that's why I thought on my own I'd never get a podcast going on my own like, I don't think I'm fucking listening to him yeah. mm. And I don't know about yourself, you were saying... I've spent, for the last two or three years, I've been saying, I'm going to do a podcast. Like, a little dream of mine, you know what I mean? Because I didn't really it's have mad. many goals around. But I always just wanted to do a podcast, because I don't shut up, you know what I mean? You can't shut me up, no matter what. I caught me, <laughs> bleed to sleep, you know? So, uh, but I just, I never bleed, got the balls to shut up, you know what I mean? And then, I knew, like, with someone like Calvin, and then like, I said to him, like, he's one of these cunts that if he says yeah to something, you're doing yeah. it. No, he's not one of them where if you say... I'd love to book a holiday and then it's going on for months with the boys. He's one of them. Oh, you want to book a holiday? Right, booking.com. Well, booking yeah. now. Oh, we're doing this, you know what I mean? He's one of them comes that just push it. So, so <laughs> I want to start, well, I'll go with the force. I'll go with Terence Forrest. Yeah. Um, and then I'll jump into no, yours, Calvin. Yeah, okay. So, just before we start this story, it's going to probably go on for about 10, 15 minutes um, from both sides. You can catch the full version um, on episode number two on Talking Bollocks podcast, uh, iTunes, Spotify, links are all below. Um, but I want to touch on it, but I don't want to spend the whole time talking about it. I kind of want to focus on what's coming, what we can expect to see, where he's planned to, where he's planned to uh, tend to go, and you know how we can continue supporting you on yeah. your journey. Because if you don't support your own, That's I it, mean, you get nowhere. Exactly, yeah. You get nowhere. You yeah. need to change your attitude. If you, if you if you are living with a mentality, and this is my opinion because I've been there, I've been at, at 10 followers to 100 to so on. Yeah. If you're at a mentality where, um, fair play to him, he, he's yeah. doing well, 1,000 exactly, followers. Yeah. Deadly. Delighted to see it. 5,000 followers, 10,000 followers. Ah, he's up his own arse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Leave him to it. Yeah. He's out there. He's on a mission. Mm. So it's like there is a, a mentality among some Irish people. I don't want to go into too much. But before we touch on Terrence's, I want to say it, that it's like, go on the lads, fair play. Yeah. Soon as you start getting a little bit better, you get back down it's here. It's like the big yeah. comes exactly. in. And yeah. I think it comes around to that old saying, you know, people want to see you doing well, but they don't want to see you doing better than them. 100%. That's exactly, yeah. So I, I want to show you as far as real as you are before people start seeing this grow as it will because it's, it's not going to hit 10k and, and die a slow death. It's going to keep going because the content and the material you're talking about will never not be relevant relevant or strike people yeah. right where, where it should. Yeah. So you, you touch in however you feel comfortable, Terence. You're not, you know, whatever, you want to lead it. What, kind of, what was your story and how did you kind of uh, grow up? Well, like just growing up in general, like yeah, it was rough, you know what I mean? From the inner city, like, from those S3 flats and stuff like that. And 
Mere ofte er jo det kobler, tror jeg ofte. Fjerde er det plads, jeg spørger ikke for kobler måneds. Tog en anden plads for kobler måneds. Og den back to the flats den for noget af fjerde years. Og den to where they are now just up in Cabra. For um, dog rough. Like we had like virtually nothing around them. You know what I mean? When I say we, I mean me and uh, my brothers. You know what I mean? So we had virtually nothing around them. Um, yeah, it was rough. Like just playing. We, we lost our dad when we were only young and... My ma was a chronic alcoholic like and drug abuse and stuff like that, you know. And um Yeah, no, it was just rough like, you know, um we didn't have much. We we were like going around the same clothes for years, like like Christmas morning, like we'd get down everyone being brand new tracksuits and playing with fucking whatever they got, you know what I mean, getting mad stuff and we'd fucking get downstairs there fucking checking hands gate. Star Trek DVD with no DVD player. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, and it's Star Trek as well. Do you know Star what I mean? Star Trek. <laughs> We'd be looking at each other going like, "What's this on the wheel?" You know what I mean? But I love how you can laugh about it. Yeah, listen, you have, you have absolutely to be honest brilliant. With it. You know what I mean? If you don't laugh, you'll cry. You know exactly. what I mean? But, that's but it's your thing. DNA. Yeah, that's it. It's made you who you are now. That you have to learn to cope with that. You way. certainly weren't spoon fed. No, no you can't change it. Yeah, you know what I mean, it happened. Yeah. No, no point in sugar coating there. It happened. Look yeah. what it is now. Yeah, I want to. I know you're going to get to it, but. Not to cut across you, but yeah. you said something brilliant and I, I really, really resonated with me. It was the simple thing where one goes down one path, another goes down another. And I'm not going to direct coach you. i let you get to it yourself, but I just love when, and I want you to touch on the part where you say certain people have went down certain roads and they may be looked at as, ah, but sure, look, he had a hard time. Mm, that really that, gets to me, that does. That, that, that bugs me. And that, that sort of came up in a conversation when I was out partying, drinking, doing whatever, drugs, whatever, you know what I mean? Out up to all sorts myself I was. And like it, it happened a couple of times in conversations, you'd be just sitting around with the boys or there could be a couple of boats there or whatever and you're just having a little yap and someone would come up in conversation and they'd go, Jeez, he's in a bad way now, like, isn't he? Like, but the poor cunt, he never had her easy and all. And I used to sit down and talk to go, like, now we'd all be played locked and bleeding out of the head or whatever, you know what I mean? But I'd sit there baffled. I'd talk to go, you can't just sit there and say, oh, that cunt had a hard life, like, or whatever. Because you'd be sitting there sorting around, like, if if it's acceptable just because you think he had a hard... This cunt, I know that some of these people that they're talking about, and these cunts had everything. Brand new tracksuits, as you're saying, Christmas morning, shit like that. They were never not fed. They were never not in new clothes. They were never not looked after. And people say, ah, but he had a hard life. I'm like, no, he just chose to get down the wrong road. These mm. things happen. It is down to your company. A lot of it is, in my opinion, and I've only copped that recently since I became sober, is that your company is, is everything, in, in my opinion. Like, like if, if you're around a lot of people who's drinking and doing drugs, you, you're going to touch on it. You're going you're to at least try it. And it's, it's too easy to get hooked in it, you know what I mean? So just, it bugs me when people say, look, oh, but he had a hard life. Like, I'm like, if that's the case, I should be strung out to the backbone, yeah. locked up, <laughs> I should be in a heap going around. Not, I'm not saying I wasn't. I was in a, an awful rook. I can't even call it a rook because it was around for years since I was played now in a young flat. Out drinking. It starts when you're drinking down the flats. Just a few bottles, a few socializers, and then you go on there. Ah, fuck it, I'll just try a line or whatever. And then before you know, you're in gaff parties and you're fucking sitting up drinking. I went down a horrible road to where like, I was out partying all the time. And then if I wasn't partying, I was in the gaff drinking. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And then I noticed then when I changed my company up, 
And didn't do it purposely either. I was just, I was depressed down my head and I was in a rut. And I said, like, oh, like, this can't keep going on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like my head was fried over. I was like, oh, I couldn't keep doing this. Like, like yeah, shit, now you're depressed. And then the next thing you do, you just want to bleed and have another drink. And I was just in an awful rush. So I just said to myself, I'm never going to drink again. And fucking, I really put my mind around. I switched up my, not that really, I switched up my company purposely because I kept in contact with these people, but there's people that I haven't heard of that hasn't texted me once since I stopped drinking. Or they texted me that weekend or the following weekend, said, you're going for a point, I know you're saying, no, I go on you, oh, I don't know about it. The following week, I you going for a drink, no, I'm, I'm staying away, man. Ah, oh, you're a little pussy. Mm-hmm. All right, no, but that's what you think. And that's the last time I've heard from That friendship was held together. The spine of that friendship was... By the session. The session. Mm. Exactly. You know what I mean? And these are people that were, like... You, at the end of time, like, when you're drinking and doing all sorts of... And you think, oh, these are, like, good friends. These are my best mates, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then, as <laughs> soon as you stop drinking, it's... You never get... Do you, you want to go for a, a coffee? It's a bit of a bubble, isn't it? Yeah. Big time, and I noticed that myself. Because I don't drink, yeah, so... I'd be out and I'd be having a great laugh with people and then sometimes you wouldn't hear them for a week or two but you'd see they'd be out as well and the people they were and they'd be putting up pictures and be like oh best mate love you bro putting up a picture I love this fella we go way back day one yeah. but then like say one of the lads that's granddad is yeah and you reach out and you say oh, sorry to hear pal and you need to let me know and they'd, they'd write back and be like thanks mate you'd be surprised how many people didn't message me Yeah. and you'd be putting up these pictures with your mate saying day ones and they're not even reaching out to you uh, like, I think there's an element there as well I'm just going to say it as it is in my opinion you've just cracked on something that's relevant to what I've experienced social media mm. so I go to the gaff party or I'm in the nightclub and I'm standing there and I'm ha- I have a bottle in my hand I'm on my phone I'm barely mixing, barely socialising, mm. whatever. Insecurities, I've got confidence issues. Yeah. But I take 20 pictures that night with 20 popular people and I bang them pictures up on Instagram over the course of a week. All I have is throwbacks, oh, yeah. great night, pal, da-da-da. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. People are going to share the pictures, this and that. But I believe it's not necessarily for the person, it's for the image. Yes. Exactly. So yeah, of I had such a top on me that night. Um, I can't share that picture again. No, it looked yeah. like two nights in the no, same top. 100%. Why is that a problem? Mm. Like Terence, I'm gonna say it as as honest as I can. Yeah, there's a, a bloke that necessarily on Christmas Day might have got a little bit of clobber, and then birthday, and I'm the same. Uh, growing up in flats, which I did, yeah, you wouldn't have uh, got clothes every weekend. You would have got the main years. I said it with Justin Gray in the last episode. You got your um Patrick's Day, yeah. Easter you know, birthday, communion, yeah. comforts, all them main days, right? And that was it. Anybody else outside of that, in my opinion, was privileged. Yeah. yeah. So these Quite people great. now that are wearing designer clothes, and I know the, I know the, the parents, because I sit with them in, in work, my son wants a designer jacket worth 1,200 quid, he wants an iPhone 12, and he wants a pair of earbuds and a brand new pair of runners that cost 750. Five grand loan out of Crown Union. I'll pay that back over the next two, three years. Madness. Next year, you want the next big things because the iPhone 12 would be old. Yeah. And the Canada Goose jacket with the exactly. 40 hood isn't in anymore. Yeah. And nobody wears Balenciagas yeah. anymore. Yeah. So I just think with what you're saying, with the pictures and me bro and this and that, it's not about the person. Yeah. It's yeah. about I'm the surrounding image, yeah. myself with people that are considered as popular. Yeah. And that is actually the way the world works now. Mm. For mm. Solid friendships. Like I can clearly see the connection you yeah. two have. Mm. It's solid. Yeah. That's rare. Yeah. I have one or two friends. I've actually, I could probably name the hand of about four or five really good friends yeah. that will text me if they don't hear from me. They're yeah. like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. And I've been the same boat and 
it's just now when you were talking about the pictures, when I think back, I actually haven't even got a picture of any of them. Like my yeah. best mates growing up, if you said, right, pull up a picture with them now this year, I'd struggle. And it'd yeah. be probably by accident. I'd be like, oh, there we are at a party, but we're actually in the background together. We didn't actually take one, we got a picture. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they're my best mates, they're the people I'd ring and text every day, or something happened, they'd be the force at your door, you yeah, know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. And it's weird, but I just want to touch back on that, what I was saying, where from the outside, looking in, I'm looking at these people, and I'm saying to myself, you are not real mates, you know what I mean? You are mates because of the session, you know what I mean? Your mates Thursday to Monday. When you go home, then depressed out your head, and you're dying in bed Tuesday and Wednesday, coming down off wherever you were down the weekend. They're not your mates. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They'll text you then on Thursday and say, yeah, you're coming to the pub to start the ball all over again. That's exactly it. You know what exactly I mean? And, and I've been there. You and know it's toxic. Mean? It's absolutely, it's killing people and it's taking that, it's taking that youth away from them. It's not even you know killing I mean? people either. People are losing their fucking marbles. Like, yeah, you know, dead right. I know so many people, so many friends I had growing up and stuff like that who were, like, a lot of them are locked up. A lot of them are just strung out on drugs. And a lot of them who even would, you always as a socialist, I wouldn't say they're addicted, even though they are, because they have to go every weekend to do it. But like they just do it on the weekends, and they just have to, and they'd have the odd midweek drink. And you think they're just normal lads, but like sometimes then when I'm looking at these people, like, and I, I'd have a chat with them, be like, oh, what story, pal? I haven't seen you in a while. It's like they're, they're looking through me, like, mask like, and demons. They don't even, they don't, like, they're not even fully, I don't know how to explain it. Like, a lot of young people are just not there in the head anymore, and it's all because of whatever drugs that they own, that they own this K, Mandy, yeah. Coke, that they own all this shit. And it's fucking with their heads, like, I, like these youngsters going around, they're all losing their marbles. Like. Mm. A lot of them are, like, a lot of them are blade on, but I don't know. Do you have a word? I think uh, what you're saying there is, like, is a presence. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. so th- there's no, um, you know, like, being grounded, like, you know, you're here now in this podcast, you're enjoying it, you're yeah. feeling it. Mm. You know, you actually have attached yourself to it and you're feeling emotions. Yeah. I feel a lot of people aren't feeling any emotions. No. So, like, That's not, it, yeah. you know, like, if, the pubs are open back up and there's restaurants but open back up and you get this little feeling inside you'll be like, lovely, yeah. something to something look to forward do, yeah. to. I think a lot of people don't have something to look forward yeah, exactly. to. So, apart from the Thursday evening, Friday yeah. morning, yeah. that yeah. excitement, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I, I could maybe think if I was working in a trade and a Monday to Friday on a site, like, you know, it's rough. Yeah, and it's, then Friday evening you're like, lovely, down the pub, let's of go. Of course you're yeah. going to get some sort of fulfilment out of that, yeah. I suppose, and I especially find with mental health in the winter, up in the morning, pitch dark. Home mm-hmm. in the evening, pitch, pitch dark. dark. Yeah. There's a lot of lads out there in in the gyms. Like you know, we can shout out the boxing club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, limitless. Limitless boxing club. Yeah. In Cabra. Yeah. So you've got limitless. Like so, that's that's a place where people are now congregating. To number one, boxing we all know is a stress releaser. Yeah. It is uh, great for anxiety. It's, yeah. it's actually a great discipline sport. So usually when you leave the gym, yeah, you're going to make your meals. You're going to look yeah. after yourself. You're going to clean yourself. That. It keeps you it keeps you humble. It makes you realize like do you know what I mean. There's, a, there's an art to this, you know what I mean? It's not going in, right? swing a few digs and see what happens. It's, it's well, you can go in and do that. Like, you can go in there frustrated some days, bro. You're guaranteed you're going to leave and go, I won't yeah. do that no more. You're yeah. going to slap in the teeth and you're like, fuck that. That's it. It keeps you humble, keeps you ground, it keeps you disciplined. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, it's hit, not be hit. You're concentrating on, right, I'm moving this way, yeah. so he goes that way. and you're, It's an yeah. art well, form, you know You've what I mean? actually, whether you like it or not, you've no choice but to be present. Yeah. And that's it, yeah. do you know what I mean? But that's, it's, a, it's a good... Uh, it's a good avenue to get down. Like, yeah. And I think... But that's why I brought it up, Calvin, is because it's a Monday to Thursday gig. Mm. Yeah. Like, it yeah. will work midweek. So you yeah. have your rest days, but... Right, Terence, floating a 5k. Do you know what? We do 10k. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Tuesday. Right, so that's fine. Or whatever, Monday. 
So you're going to use the days where there's nothing going on yeah. and fill that with so-and-so. Now, there's people that won't step foot in the gym and there's people that yeah. get comfort out sitting on the PlayStation now of comfort eating out, doing these things, right? Everybody has their own thing to turn yeah. to. But I certainly think with the days that depression can get you and the demons can take over, mm. we need to utilise that time. And that's what with COVID, I've seen people that were 20 stone are now ripped. Yeah. Like I had right. Craig Mort on the podcast mm. and I said to him, about 90 kilos he says 114 I'm 76 and I'm still not happy mm. like Unreal. I looked at him that's and I said to myself that's yeah. a David Goggins in Dublin yeah that's yeah. what that is that's a shit yeah. that's, that's like an everyday inspiration is, yeah. fuck man yeah. he's yeah. a top top yeah. fella but, but he's a guy that is still not satisfied mm. like not yeah. in a greedy way like not in a like no, there's people out there that yeah, yeah but that's yeah. the thing you should never be satisfied just start a goal like we we started a goal to run a half marathon neither of us ever done it and we were rattled weren't we we shed the goal five days before but we <laughs> were shitting the whole week leading up to we yeah. were shitting and I was yeah. like who are we getting to do this way and at the start I was like oh these lads are going to do worse I was like, like lovely get the girls through it and then the Monday morning six o'clock it's me and Terrence and I was yeah. like, like Terrence I haven't, I haven't got a clue I never ran this far before but we went and did it and it's only after doing that I'm like, right, do you know what? I actually think I could do a full marathon now. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's on your fucking now. <laughs> well, I tell you, I've never done a marathon, but I've done a 100 kilometer cycle and I thought it was going to be easy because I remember starting with a fella that I no. knew mm. and I lost him after yeah. five minutes. He yeah. was gone. I, I could see him and I was he was my, he was he was my like, uh, hey, kind of yeah, thing. You were following him. and yeah. like, you know, like a greyhound chasing the rabbit. He, I was on him. Mm. Gone. Couldn't see him. They kept saying to myself, oh, he's only around the next corner. Next yeah. corner, he's not there. He's not there yeah. And I found when we hit a spot, uh, Jaffa cakes, uh, wine gums, all little sugar boosters, yeah. Capri Suns, we all stopped at this brick wall and got yeah. back on the bikes. And I said, lovely, halfway. No, you're only 20k in. Yeah. So what I, what I can relate to you is there, like you're, you really are out there on your own. So like when you're running, you know, you're having these inner conversations with yourself. That's the, it, that yeah. internal oh. dialogue is huge. It's, it's bulletproof heavy, mindset. Yeah. Look, That's, look, 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 like, when you're out on a run, especially if you're out on a run on your own, it's too easy to sort of say to yourself, sure, there's no one even watching me just here. Like, what, what am I doing this for? I can just wrap her up. No one the pants start chatting in. It's too easy to go, wrap this up back to the gaff. Nice hot shower and order a blade and kebab. Too easy to do that. You know what I mean? It's too easy to stay in bed till fucking 10, 11 in the morning. Get up at 5 in the morning. Like, challenge yourself. Make life a bit of a challenge. You know what I mean? That'll make you go up every yeah. day. You know Did you ever hear of Jerry Redmond? No, no. You should get here on the podcast. Um, he, he came on here. He was episode forty odd. His title is uh, "Prison to Pro," so you can listen to the story. I won't go into it. But long story short, he runs out in Holt. He lives out out that way. But he grew up at half four in the morning. Um, he runs and does like twenty thirty k. He's an he's an ultra um. Ultra marathon. He's a triathlete. Yeah, is what he is. He's an Ironman runner. Yeah, mm. but. What he's saying is, right, he leaves the hall light on in the house, right? He's the porridge ready to rock, just has to put the, the milk into it and bang it in the microwave, the banana, all laid out, protein shake. But he leaves the light on in the hall and he's running and he's at the door one lap. And as he comes around, he looks in and he sees that warm light and he pictures the bed and he pictures the porridge waiting for him and he says to himself, I'll just go in now, sure. Look, yeah. Catch up in the evening. No. Goes again. Next lap, looks in at that light. And every time he gets to that light, He's overcoming something. Yeah. yeah. Will I like, go in? Yeah, Will I like, keep going? Yeah. And as soon as he goes by the light, going, but there's no turning back now. Yeah. I love that. So you thinking like me, that guy on the bike is my catcher. You rocking up. If you pull out, well then Calvin is on yeah. his own. Yeah. So and it's that's, that that's element. basically what it was. We, we didn't want to let you yeah. 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 we You're like, not like, doing it for you. You're doing it as a as a team. That's what it was though. But boxing, 
it's a one man yeah, sport yeah, yeah, well, you're, own, you're in the yeah. ring on your own but there's a lot behind you there's, there's true, coaching you true. know what I mean and that's the thing like, especially I'm, in the club and I'm, not up, I'm not going up to limit this on my own for the crack I'm going to look at the lads are there we're getting in we're sparring we're yeah. doing pads we're going for a run and like even last night we went for a run for the first time in weeks but when we left the club we didn't all just start running we waited we all came out as a group and we ran and we made sure one of the boys at the front one of the boys at the back who should have been at the front Yo, and he was back, keeping the pace we're making sure everyone's together and we're taking turns together. It's this turn ahead, lads. We're going to go down there where that tree is torn again. We're as a group, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, fair enough, when the bell rings, you're in there, it's just you and your own. But there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. There it's is a lot. I agree there. with you there. It's a, it is a team sport, but I just find in the ring, with the running, you can easily go home and, as you said, turn right, pull right. out. But in the boxing, you know you got to keep your arms up. You know you've got yeah. to keep your chin down. Mm. So if you don't do either of them and you say, do you know what, my arms are killing me, I'll, I'll just dodge the next four shots. Yeah. Not, you're not happening. You're, you're, you're going to you know take a few yeah. blasts. Yeah, you're going to know What's your story, Calvin? My story? Uh, a little bit different. Story, it is a little bit different. But uh, So I grew up in, in town in Lord's Flats, just off Sean McDermott Street. Uh, the flats actually got knocked down when I was 15. So, uh, oh yeah, I grew up in town, just off Sean McDermott Street, down in Lord's Flats. So the flats actually got knocked down when I was 15. And my house now is actually where the flats stood. So they just knocked them down and built a lot of nail gas. And uh, yeah, that was grand. Growing up, my man and dad were grafters, yet they were always out walking. They always uh, tried to provide the best for us, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't until really when I got into my teenagers that things started getting hard. Well, for me personally, you know what I mean? Like, as Harrods was saying... You come across people that are going down different roads and like with me, it felt like all my mates were like stuck out the fuss. So like I didn't go to the same school as them. I went to school in the field but they were going to like say Larkin and stuff like that. But I was watching them one by one drop out of school and go to Foss. And meanwhile I'm in school then and I'm getting fucking an air full of a principal or a teacher, you know what I mean? You haven't got a toy on today. And like I'm eighteen years of age and you're telling me you haven't got a toy on, go home and all, you know what I mean? But yeah, there's my mates, they're getting 180 quid a week for going to Foss and having a... To me, like, they were having a great time. Like, they'd come back and... We were. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they'd, they'd be telling me, like, you only finished school now at 4 o'clock, me there sweating in the uniform. The, the boys chilled out since 2 o'clock, you know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, that was that, really. And I finished school. I didn't really know what I was going to do in my life, you know what I mean? I don't think many people do, and I think there's a lot of pressure put on the youth as well. You're in school, you're told, right, what do you want to do? What do you mean? You're asking me what I want to do with my whole life. I still have to put up my hand to go to the toilet. You know what I mean? I'm allowed to go out and vote, but I have to put up my hand to go to the toilet. And now yeah. you want me to pick a whole career that's going to define my life. Yeah. I hadn't got a clue what I was going to do. I knew I wanted to go to college because I knew college would give me a few more years. Look, I'll bash out college. I'll get a decent de- degree. Hopefully I got a job out of this. That's the dream. Still didn't know what college I wanted to go to. I was basically, I was just floating through from the age of about 16 to about 18. You know, I hadn't a clue what I was doing. So, uh, I end up, I don't show you my leaving cert, yeah, I failed two subjects in my leaving cert, I failed uh, English and Biology, I got into college, I don't know how, I, I winged my way into college, and I still, t- to this day, I still say I'm winging it, but, uh, aren't we all? Yeah. He's not winging it, though. he has but, uh, <laughs> but the gift of the gab, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now, I don't know, mate, I just, I got into college then, and, uh, I, I was down a uh, computer science degree in college, I knew, look, uh, I was no expert, I hadn't a clue about computers, yeah, aren't I now? You stuck that out. Yeah. A lot of people pull out of that. Yeah, that, well, that's what happened. I knew one or two people going into college, yeah. so, you know what I mean? So I had a. Uh, like, I, I, I could text one of the boys and say, Look, what's sorry you going in today? Oh, you're grand. 
Like, uh, I'll give you a good example. I've done an open day in DCU for the course I applied for, and he said there's a 70% dropout rate. And I was like, oh, I'm not getting up in the morning and trekking up the blade in DCU when I could be starting a project with two boys that's not going to be there tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? I'm coming in and have a laugh. So uh, I applied for NCI, which is a stone throw away from the gaff. And uh, a couple of my mates got in there from school, so it was handy. Uh, so i done that for a while. And then in my second year of college, I went on a J1 for the summer. Went to America. And when I came back from that, just a load of shit happened. Accumulated and I got the press down my head. What's that like? What was that like? That How do you was, know? Like, what, What's the trigger? Yeah, so... Even to you, Terence. Open questions. Yeah, so this this is weird because it's only when I look back now and I see, like, my old Facebook posts. Like, back in 2011 and 2012, I'm sharing shit saying, like, speak up and suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem and all. And when I look back at that young that was sharing that, I was like, fair play to him because he hadn't got a clue what depression was. He was about yeah. to go through it, like, you know what I mean? So it's weird that I was saying, like, I was sharing things like, let's talk. And then... Two, three years later, I'm in the pits of depression. Like, I'm in an abyss that I can't get out of. And I, it's only when I look back now and say, you know what, you should have you been practicing what you were preaching there, pal. Because you're telling people to talk and you wouldn't open your mouth. So, uh, yeah, it, it is hard because... You wake up, like... You wake up and you're like, I, like how do I feel today? I don't want to grow a bit. My mates are ring me. I don't want to answer that phone. And that's not me, because I fucking... But again, you can't prepare for that either. You can't. I know you're saying, like, yeah. you should have practiced what you preach, like, but you can't prepare yourself. Some people, that just happens to some people. Mm-hmm. Now, in my case, I was short of, like, fucking my body up by going out running the muck on the session all the time. Mm-hmm. So I, listen, I expected that type of thing to happen, you know what I mean? Anybody that's down where I was down. You could forecast it. Yeah, yeah, I was short of, like... Someday it's coming. Yeah. I call a mad one on Friday, and then I'd be out all Friday, all Saturday. Sunday morning, be coming around, I'd be like, oh, now I'm going to be... In the gutter for about two or three days. Well, I take it. I'm, I'm ready for it. Spending yeah. hundreds. I'm at the main down this. I'm at the main down that. Everything came like and like the calm down of everything. Yeah, like so. I knew what it was. Mine was my own stupid fault. You know what I mean? Mm. But in his case, it's like you can't just go. I might be depressed when I'm 21, so I better be careful. Listen, it, like these things happen. That's mental health. You know what I mean? It's scary. Look, I know people close to me who's taking panic attacks and all who have not, nothing wrong going on in their life have a great little life solid job good family all this and they can't fi- he can't figure out why panic attacks are happening to him and why like he, he's in a bad frame of mind he's like I don't know why like he goes to the gym all the time he's constantly out constantly walking and he can't figure out why these panic attacks are happening or anything like that and that's mm-hmm. just like mental health and that's just what the way the mind can be you know yeah. what I mean that's not self-inflicted either. It's a dangerous thing. I think he said it yeah. as well. You can't prepare yourself for it, and maybe that's something that we should in school be prepared for. It, it should be talked about an awful lot more. In primary school, they should be preparing you for From things like anxiety. From the get-go, infants. Yeah. Well, on the I, I can't. I mean, I'm, I work in a very professional environment, a very stressful, a very uh, high high pace environment, but doesn't compare to the leaving cert year. Mm. I say that as well. I well, still like tough, like leaving church stuff. Like, exactly. I the work say, I'm doing now, I enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> compared right, right, to yeah. the leaving. I still yeah. oh, believe it or not. Now I know this might sound stupid, but I'd wake up some mornings and I'd say to me, "Boy, like I had a dream last night. It was a nightmare that I had to do the leaving cert again." <laughs> I, so, uh, you think I'm missing? <laughs> no, I'd wake up, but that's not a dream. That's trauma. That's, that's what it is. I do in my dream. I'd be like, "You have an exam tomorrow," and then and I'd be saying to myself, "Well, I haven't fucking studied." And I'd be like, then I wake up and be and like, you're a type of person that like to have stuff in order, and you like to be. I know, mate. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> so, no, is that not I'm the a crammer, mate. I'm a crammer. Yeah, yeah but, but you're prepared when it comes to the podcast. Well, yeah, well, structured. I, I know your what schedule. you mean. I know, like, 
If I knew something was coming up, I would do something. As in, like, if I knew I had an exam in two weeks, I'd prepare for it. Yeah. Yeah. But, so when I say to you, yeah, and tomorrow, yeah. Well, then that's. You're like, you're, I didn't study. Yeah. You're, un, okay. you're unsettled. Yeah. But yeah. Like, I'd, I'd wake up and I'd be like, I'd tell you, like, I'm not having a, a nightmare like that. They'd link to it. That was what? Eight years ago. And I'd be like, I have a job, I have a degree, I have a child. Do you know what I mean? To me, I'm, I'm at the t- checking all these boxes that back then you'd be like, oh, I can't wait for all that to happen. And I'm still fucking. In, in my head, I'm still pissed off that I didn't do well in my name, sir. But here's a shout, right? So COVID comes along, and you're, you're a sixth year, and you're told, okay, because of what's going on, mm. you're, you're not sitting to leave. Mm. They all got oh, handy. Right, so you get told, oh, you serious? Yeah. Terence, this year, you've been outstanding. Yeah. You know, in fifth year, you weren't great. Third year, you weren't great. But fourth and second year, and this main year, you showed up. We're going to give you X grade. Apply for the college, the college accepts you. Calvin... Fourth to sixth year, couldn't find a, an issue. There's your marking, right? Yeah. So you go to college. So then imagine you got graded and scored and marked based on what you actually put into the school, yeah. not on a memory test. Yeah. Because Terence in the class is banging his hand up every two minutes and the mm. teacher saying, Jesus, this fella knows everything. What? But then when he rocks up into the exam, you can't remember a yeah. thing. Mm. How do you Ross? justify that? Yeah, if, can't. I think this year, right, it's okay, a wake up. They, they got a handy because in the end, they fucked up their. their Marks in the end and still benefited everybody. Like, oh, Ross, actually, you should have got more points and Terence should have got less points. But we're not going to take his points away. We're just going to give you more. Yeah, because so we're based well on our potential. Yeah, yeah, it worked out well for everyone. But seeing skill, teachers hated me, and I, I understand why. I'd argue well, all day. You're a challenger. I was. Yeah, I was. Oh, you're still argue all day now. I'm a little bastard. There's some loves merit you're taken away from that. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I never forget. We had a student teacher in for geography, and God bless the fella. There was air whole year. There was only forty in it, but air whole year we're in the one class for geography. Only forty? What in the class? For for air whole six year, there was only forty of us. In one class, though. Not hundred. Not in the whole year. In a class. Not one hundred twenty oh, in the year. In the oh. year, there was only forty. Torty, 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 all yeah, the way up. No, there was forty of us, but like obviously you like one maths class, and then there'll be another maths class. Yeah. You know, like that. Yeah, exactly. yeah I think we'd, four, was, we'd actually probably we'd have more than one hundred and twenty. We'd about. Toward each class. Yeah, there was only like three hundred. There were six classes. Oh, I don't even like remember school. Like thirty people in a class is mental. Yeah. Like I can't even imagine. So that think now. of anxiety levels there. Think yeah. of like so. Go back. You didn't wear your toy. Yeah. Right, but you don't want to wear a pair of brogues. You want to wear a pair of Air Max. Yeah. Now you went out and bought all black ones. Your mom got you the black matching Nike bag. But then you thought, get them off you. Yeah, you know what like I mean. I wore a pair of black Converse to school when I was in like second year, mm. and I was made take them off me. Oh. But she did pick and choose how they do that type of thing to as I, well. I, I, I had a bad like, start, like, saying, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, like would you have done that, like, to a kid that would have been a little bastard and would have said, you fuck off, yeah. you know? He picked and chose for then, like, he knows, like, the likes of you go back and he's like, oh, you've got to spend it. You'd be kind of like, this walk me yeah. up there and putting the further to everyone else, you know what I mean? That's but, you know, another thing, it, it taught me something in life as well. Like, what you went through when you were younger, Terence, made you now mm. what you went through Calvin has made you a better person you probably weren't meant to go to college when mm. you were, you you actually right so there's people that got top points in the leaving and yeah. dropped out of a, a computer science course someone that gets just enough and sticks yeah. it do you know what Ross sorry for cutting across you no, I, I always look back at this in my class and skill at the 40 of us I would be nowhere near the 20, top 20% right we're touching back on uh, how the leaving cert was scored this year we had that uh, shooting teacher for geography, right? And we used to run him up. He's a shooting teacher, you know what I mean? He's not going to fucking... He's not going to put the foot down like everyone else. And he thought he'd be smart one day and he called me back. He goes, you stay back. And I go, right. And he goes, show us what work you had done. And he had these worksheets and I had everything done on it. And he goes, how are you able to get all that done? 
and select the bollocks into this. <laughs> right? And I swear to God, that there's no a, word of a lie. Talent. No word of a lie. This that that deserves he goes, a, an award. <laughs> he said to me, he goes, imagine what you'd be like if you put your head down. And True. I'm getting told that my whole life. You put your head down and fly yourself, boom. It's but hard hearing that. It's yeah, hard hearing that. To me, that was a yeah, cliche. You don't believe that. I was even told that. But I actually, I wasn't, I wasn't bad. Like, I was, I was smart enough, like, book mm-hmm. smart enough. But I was just, I wasn't ready for school. I wouldn't be at the same yeah. school now. Like, like I did a, a first aid course for my job last year. And uh, it was just a three-day course. I was on for about three hours each yoke a day. And sitting there for them three hours and, like, having to sort of study. And I was losing my blade marbles. I was, I was mm-hmm. like... And I, I always, I was saying to myself at the last few years, like, I'd love to go to college and, and see what I'd be able to play and give it a bash and make something myself. I'd do something like, mm. and then I did that little three-day course, like the four-day course, like, so I had to sort the folks and play, you know, and got it done. But like, after that, I was like, my God, that was only a little stupid course. Like, oh, would, oh, I couldn't sit in a class all day. Not my anxiety just be up the wall at us. Mm. But just don't like having to be told, like, you have to sit there and you have to, no, oh, it just doesn't I don't think we do well in, environments where no. you know we're being like when you're given a little bit of leeway and freedom like an example i'm just making this up would be like you're 15 math the boys are going around to terence's can i get a few bottles yeah. no fucking way yeah terence's ma goes and get your bottles are yeah. the boys run in and get you them off that big brother yeah you come back locked right so then a different example of that would be ma would you get me a few bottles says, yeah. i'm giving you three yeah no bother and you drink the tree and you might have another two or three but that's it but like when you're let do something exactly. you tend to kind yeah. of not really be that interested yeah. when yeah. you're told not to do something right, I want to do that, that more that's why I think that's so true like. that's <laughs> it that, that is so so I yeah. say that all the fucking time that's why you say like parents that are too strict like th- listen it's the opposite don't, don't mean to be like putting it like on certain people but like for me it'd be like posh areas if that makes sense like these posh, these posh kids and all, their parents are so, so strict on them all their life. So, look, now we know so many posh people, young ones, young ones. It's always the quiet one. Always the quiet. These cunts are out sniffing down brazzers. They don't want the one running a muck because they were held back for so long. Now they're just letting the shackles off yeah. and they're out running riot. Yeah. It's, it's great to see. Like, they're but it's not expected. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, but like, you put on a leash for a long time. You're a dog. You put on a leash for a long time. The leash taken off. You run off a mile. You're gonna run yeah. a muck. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, yeah, so be it. With college, the reason why I think I done better in college was because you're given that leeway. It's like the lecture I say to you on the first day. Look, this lecture starts at nine till ten every Monday. Rock I'm gonna be here whether you're here or not. You know what I mean? Love it. And that's when, and then you're like, and oh, once you put in, yeah, you get, you get it, and you're like, oh, hang on, oh. Oh, I will come out, you know what I mean? That sounds good. And even touching back to what I was saying, so I wouldn't have been in the top, say, 20% in school. Definitely wasn't in the top 20% in college. But now I look back on everyone I went to school with and even people I went to college with, and I know I'm doing better academically than them. But I'm not as smart as them. Mm. I don't don't consider myself smart. I consider myself driven. No, I honestly... You probably don't don't like to big yourself. No, I'd be able straight with you, yeah. I'm not... I don't think, like... If you said to me, what's your biggest talent? I oh, haven't got a talent. But I know if I put my head down and I apply myself, I could do something. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And do you, think think the think podcast is, do you think the podcast is something you've found that allows you to express yourself Big time. on a wider for scale? Me, Big time. For me, a million percent. I, I always said that. Like As you said, it's been two or three years that I've been building the podcast up. Like I've been like, in my head. I've always wanted to do the podcast and put it out there for them um, to... Let people like to express myself, but to let people know that it's all right to like 
come from a fucked up background. That's why yeah. I sort of wanted to wait to get myself in a decent mindset, sort of like, like I don't want to go into a podcast and be preaching about what drinking drugs can do to you and the fuck off out on a Friday. Yeah. Like one a mad one that people are like, this country preaching about the these drugs can make you depressed, this can make you depressed, but yeah, you're fucking off out on the way. So I sort of wanted to get myself in a, a right frame of mind. Mm. And also as well, I wanted to tell people like like the way he's touching on school and stuff like I didn't I hate so I was fucked out of school in the first year, you know what I mean? Like school wasn't for me. Mm. I was out there when I was in school, I had an, an SNA following me around everywhere I go, not for not for because I couldn't walk like before behaviour issues. Like my SNA was a female and she was allowed to come into the the boys' toilets with me and wait for me to go to the toilet. Like I had to I couldn't piss against the wall, I had to go into the cube and she was able to stand there and wait for me to come out. Like mm-hmm. it was that bad look and I was on a cut time table when I was in school, I used to start school at ten to nine and finish at half eleven. That's a one on one special. How is that different to prison? Yeah, yeah literally that is it like and now we understand it listen I supervision and then there's like control yeah, yeah like it's madness now but that probably was up to no good. the opposite for you because you're like this fucking bitch is following me everywhere yeah. you know what I mean as soon as I'm out in the yard I'm running the muck yeah you know what I mean but she, then out in the yard she was allowed for she was allowed to come out with me out in the yard then whoa and she was taking whole breaks then so I was put then in another classroom with like bean bags in it and a computer out there and I was putting there for like my last half an hour and that was like for the SNA to take over. And you believe me because do you know what I did when I was a kid? I, I was very angry, I was very, very angry, bad tempered. I remember going in and like I was screaming, crying, I was like, look, if you take her away from me, I put the head down and walk, give me a chance, give me a chance, give me a chance. Not a hope to shed. Mm. Look at gee why to shed now. But also no, give me that bit of responsibility and let, let me if I fuck her up I'm asking for one chance. If I fuck her up, it's on me. No, scrap that, right? This is what was done wrong, in my opinion. Mm. They didn't address what the core of the problem was. So why was Terence acting out? Mm. Why is he a troubled child? Why does he want to do this? Why does he want to do that? Right, he's not suffering with ADHD and this and that, right? And even if you were, it's irrelevant. Yeah, Yeah, but even if you... I'm just trying to think of someone else. What's going on in his life? Yeah, What's yeah. going on outside the school? How can we support him in the yeah. school? So we have him for eight hours a day, guaranteed. Yeah. Let's not make that time in here hard. Hard, yeah. Like, yeah. Let's make an escape for when him. You say like, I've never even thought like that, but when you say it like that, that makes so much sense. Like, you know what I mean? Ask, like, ask, the, ask the SNA to ask him, what does he want to do today? Yeah. What subject does he love? Right, he loves geography, hates maths. Right, we won't give him maths as much as we give him geography. What, what does he enjoy, right? So he doesn't like reading. But you know what? He's into football. Give him an autobiography. Let him read Gerard's book. Let him yeah. read Ro- Rooney's book. Like yeah. do stuff like that that facilitates what yeah. Terence wants. Yeah. And that is what was wrong in the school. And that's why he's out there hitting a the grace spot saying with schools and mental health, they don't actually touch on it no. enough. They don't they touch don't. on it at fucking all. No, they, they don't actually. Stop no. putting that pressure on the money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Great chat, lads. Yeah. Will you give me in that camera? I want you to look dead straight into that camera, into that mic. Your best hip knocker. Don't go too close. I don't want you to screen the mic down. Give me your best hip knocker. I want you to look dead straight into that camera. The hip knocker. Thank you very much. Lads, you know what to do. Head over to the Talking Bollocks podcast, Spotify, Instagram page, and they're on Apple Podcasts now. Three episodes out. When this is, this podcast is released, there'll probably be about four or five in. But uh, make sure you go catch up. Make sure you turn the notifications on because you know you're gonna find out through the Instagram page on the daily when the next episode is being released. But turn notifications on. You'll never miss out. And um, for people that are tuning in for the first time and only hearing about the lads, go catch up and make sure you follow. Can't uh, 
give them enough respect and yeah. enough recognition. Trend not enough people. <laughs> not enough people. Trend the number one. Making an absolute mug of everybody else. Blind boy. You're having the patch. You're having the patch. Um, but that's it. Just want to say thanks very much for everyone for listening and tuning in. Um, and yeah, hopefully he's come on again. Maybe he's going to come on again when you're no you even bigger. Well, I I might, you mightn't get you again. No, <laughs> you should come on to our one, Russ. Well, yeah, lads, I'd love to. You know, I mean, my story wouldn't be as good as yours. But, but yeah, everybody, thanks very much. And uh, yeah, thanks. you know what to do. Thank Peace. you. <laughs> this is all we need. Coffee. And a little bit of conversation.